Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Second Take Podcast. This is where we save people. I'm Alex. I'm Sebastian. I'm Zane C. Weber, <laughs> and we are out of order. Are we? I thought so. I got confused again. <laughs> well, went for it. There you go. I will um, be second regardless of <laughs> sitting in apparently. T- today, we're, we're going to save someone, and for some reason, Sebastian's picking him out. Because it's in front of me. It was saving <laughs> Dave Bautista. <laughs> All right. Dave Batista. Um or well, Dave Batista if you use his wrestling name. He should <laughs> first of all have a coffee chain. Batista's baristas? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I yeah. like it. Thank you. Like we're starting yeah. with this. It's good. And he is Italian, so he yeah. probably likes coffee. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Done. It's pretty much and sells say. itself. <laughs> um I will give a bit of background. He has of late... I mean, obviously, he's busy with Avengers and stuff because um, he plays Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's oh. been in negotiations to return to, for one year, a full-time role in the WWE. So, You're normally... We're trying to save him here. No, so it's not bad. I'm giving... trying to prevent that from happening. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Alex. Um, so, normally, for the part-timers, what they'll do is they'll appear once a week on the televised show... He's electing to actually go. Oh, he wants to do all the all the the dates that they do. So they do like six days a week um, of well, five days a week of untelevised matches and one day a week of televised matches. And he wants to be there for all of it because apparently he misses, I guess, just the the environment, you know, going with the boys on tour buses and doing all yes. that stuff. Yeah. So he wants to return to a, for a full time schedule against, I believe, Triple H was his preference. So that's what he wants to do. But what should he do? Well, this year. He has at least four movies coming out. So final score, Escape Plan 2, Hades, Wait, Avengers the Infinity the War. Yeah, Escape Plan 2, full colon, Hades. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Avengers Infinity War and Ip Man Chung Tin Chi. Is it Ip Man? Yeah. Oh, that's a good role for him to get. Uh, there is... Two more movies in post-production that don't have dates. Escape Plan 3, Devil's Station. Yep. Uh, so he's in Escape Plan 2 and 3. And Hotel Artemis. So last year he was in Blade Runner, uh, the uh, Blade Runner short. Uh, Disneyland Resort, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout. It's another short. Yep. <laughs> uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, and Bushwick. And it's also worth noting he's, unless he gets killed off this April or May, whatever it is, in Avengers... Even though he's not listed, he's most likely in the fourth Avengers film, which comes out the next year. I think he's one of the most likely to die. Yeah, I do as well. But also, 
Guardians yeah. is a major seller for kids, so I could also see them not killing him. But I agree, he's character. I think they'll he kill him die. and bring someone else in. Yeah, I think they'll they'll change the rotation after Avengers. Yeah, uh, so you know, but also I really did enjoy his performance in Blade Runner. He's actually he, quite he was, a good actor. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> he's not. He's he's not. He doesn't have a big range, but the, that role in Blade Runner was perfect for him. It was a very stoic, uh, I guess it was called, have either of you seen it? No. It was a very uh, kind of like stoic, uh, solitary farmer guy that was like in mourning for... Uh, people that he had lost that, and he was a replicant. So uh, the the main character was coming to kill him, basically. Yep. And they, they had that face off. It wasn't a big role, but it was a really impressive performance from him um, against Ryan Gosling. I was just saying, a lot of the performances I've seen him in, I mean, Drax excluded. He's played kind of subtle roles, which is why it's yeah. for me. I say he's good because the thing about wrestlers is always you no, know, they're too big. Not and I, and I did like him as Drax in the first one. Mm. I didn't like him as tracks in second one but yeah. I think that's mostly script not performance yeah. like he played it very similar they just gave him too much to say and so I don't have good memories of uh, 007 Spectre but I remember him being a, a good henchman in it like he didn't he literally uttered one word the entire film before I dying. don't remember him in it so he was Mr. Jinx he was just he was just um what's the Blofeld's like hitman yeah, yeah he was involved in a couple of car Hinks. chases and a tr- Hinks I thought it was Jinx it's it's listed on IMDb oh, as Hinks. Um, and yeah, it was fine. He, I think he literally just said shit before he got crushed to death in a, <laughs> some sort of train or truck or car incident. But yeah, he played it very well though. No, not, not, not like a goofy henchman. Like a, All right, yeah. so excluding more wrestling. Yes, I'm not saying that that's on the table for him so we know where he's going. Let's veer him in another direction. What? How would you save him? What would be the perfect role for Dave Batista? Can I pitch something? Because I know where I how I would say yeah, him. Yeah. Um, <coughs> a couple of years ago, there was a a neo noir film called Drive. Yep, where the lead character said very little, and it was just uh, basically him reacting to a series of bad uh, situations and him being the toughest person and most determined person. I think that sort of role where it's not up to him to uh, get a lot of emotion across, not up to him to really, like, sell the story, but he is just, like, a, a rock that the movie revolves around. I think that is a great role for him, and I think that kind of noir detective or noir person where he's kind of at the centre of this whirlpool and you're just seeing him react rather than actually push the story forward, I think that would be great. I would love also um, a role similar to like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Brick, which is again another neo-noir but it's set in a high school. Uh, Obviously he wouldn't be set in a high school. I think that sort of of genre and story I think Dave Bautista would fit into very well. I agree. Oh, as like as that. a lead, yeah. I mean, if we if we want to give him the biggest part in a movie, I think that is the role that he would he would sell the best. I want to explain my problem with Dave Bautista as to why I, I, my idea for what he can do is so different to yours. When I think of the the wrestlers that have currently broken into acting, like we have The Rock and we have John Cena, 
And they are, compared to Dave Bautista, for me, the thing that stands out is they have more, like I know Guardians of the Galaxy aside, in appearance, they can look a lot more goofy. They have more range with their faces. Like they can come across as more accessible. Whereas Dave Bautista, just physically, like the, the, not only just his, his build, but the makeup of his face, he looks like a mean kind of guy. I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying that he would struggle to fit into the, the light-hearted, jokey roles that The Rock can sometimes get away with because he's so charismatic or the goofy roles that Scene is finding himself in. And I think for that reason, I would struggle to have him as a lead being full serious because, I mean, that, those things don't interest me. What I would like to do is like an old-school fantasy film. Let's think Lord of the Rings, in, in, not in scope, but at the concept of the journey. And I would literally just have him playing guardian to the main character on a journey, having that kind of like older, reliable figure that the protagonist can you know, talk to, you know, go through, and they're just there to get this person from A to B. So is so, that the Aragorn figure to the, but, to the hobbits? Oh, but for the entire time. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that he's, kind of relationship. He's just there for whatever reason to get there. Like, like I said, it's not a, this isn't a huge role I'm pitching here or anything like that. I don't want to get into the guts of it, but I would have him play the elder guardian figure shepherding the protagonist to a spot of safety. Until he dies. Eventually he'd have yeah. to, yes. Eventually he would have to. And that's the kind of role I think he could really easily slip into. I don't think that's that different than what I was suggesting. Oh, but I mean, like, I would... What they do is, in wrestling, when they have someone that's big that is a bad talker, they put a good talker with them so the other guy doesn't have to say a word. They can just be there as a physical presence. And while Batista's not a terrible talker in films, he's, he's fine. I think if the film had to rely on just him, it might struggle a bit. That's why when you said no talking, it's probably the best option. <laughs> but if you wanted him to do a bit of talking, I would definitely have him playing second fiddle to... Like, oh, imagine teaming him up with someone like Donald Glover with that much charisma. You wouldn't even need him <laughs> to say a word. I mean, he can. Yeah but because everyone's focusing verbally on this other person. So I think that kind of role would just be great for him. Other than that, he's going into conveyancing, is that? No, Bristol. <coughs> oh, I've, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was well, actually <laughs> Good. I mean, he could go into uh, conveyancing. I don't see how it's relevant. <laughs> you try and stop him. Have you seen his arms? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Dave Bautista. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us, because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash secondtake. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, that yeah. one. Or Second Take Podcast, you, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter. At second take TNC, or we we have an Instagram. Funnily enough, sometimes we post video. No, we actually we have no videos. No videos of some pictures yet. though that are funny. There, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash second take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once you hit our first target, which is collectively 
uh, fifty dollars a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes, the idea is ongoing from there. For every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a so please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other, po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day there'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts. There. Yeah. Where we just talk. At ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The Good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.